Welcome back once again to the Dad in the Rock podcast. This is Sean. And this is Chris. Hey, we're here again after a uh, pretty great weekend, GalaxyCon 2019. Yeah, no, it was an awesome time. It's getting to the point now where we're, uh, I'm already looking forward to the next one we can, uh, we can find. If it's, if it's Indianapolis or if it's Columbus or, you know, wherever that next location may be. Uh, yeah, we had a great time uh, being together here in Louisville. Uh, Chris brought his uh, son down, and uh, yeah, we, we kind of walked the con uh, twice in one day. We, we headed there with his son at first, and then went back afterwards. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later in the show. Uh, but yeah, after y- you guys left, I actually saw uh, Frozen 2. I believe your wife and daughter went to go see that when you were gone, right? Oh yeah, they had tickets for like 9.30 in the morning. They're super crazy. There's no way it would get me in the theater that early to see a movie like that. <laughs> Not to mention it almost sold out. So you think about it, you know, half that theater is going to be you know six years old. Between oh, yeah. six and like ten. Yeah, uh, if not younger, like my daughter, uh, there's not enough coffee in the world that can get me in the theater. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to a movie that early. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, and I won't either. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we uh, our family enjoyed it quite a bit. My daughter's a huge fan of the first one. Uh, I remember taking my niece and my sister to go see it uh, back in 2013. Um, it's a good sequel. Um, I mean, it, it took them six years to make. They didn't rush a sequel, even though they had a lot of pressure to get one out there after the success of the first one. Um, I guess how I would describe it, though, it's kind of it almost feels like um, like a trilogy mashed into one movie. Um, for, for the sequel. Like, they took Empire and they took Return of the Jedi and smushed them together to make Frozen 2, where there's a lot of kind of uh, dark, a little bit more mature themes to where, uh, you know, our heroes kind of hang in the balance, and then they come back and, and win the day by the end. Um, so it felt it felt like a lot. I mean, there was a lot of plot, and the, the movie kept going um, and going and going and didn't really take a breath. But um, I really enjoyed the the movie as a whole. I thought it was good. And my daughter, I mean, she's five, and uh, she had her eyes glued to the screen for most of the, the movie. I think that's all you can really ask for at that age. And that's what they're going for. If they can just keep them engaged. I think sometimes these movies are kind of like, uh, I think Shrek basically put the model out there. How can you keep the kids engaged on flashy and everything <laughs> and yeah. then have enough for the adults to keep them, you know, wanting more? Yeah, so as far as that goes, I think it was a success. I mean, the Frozen 2 doesn't need the Dadnarok stamp of approval. It's going to do fine all on its own. Oh, yeah, this has one's going to be fine, yeah. um, So your kids are probably already bugging to, to go see it if, if you haven't seen it already. But, uh, yeah, it's good. It's worth seeing in theater, I thought. it was uh, The animation was really great. But, uh, oh, so you'd say this one's worth actually seeing in the theater? Uh, yeah, I would. Um yeah, I actually would. I think just the um, just the animation was re- the the way they do water. They kind of teased it in the trailer a little bit, where Elsa is uh, jumping into that uh, that huge stormy um, water. Um, but yeah, and that's just one part, one scene where we're really kind of you you see how far they've come even since twenty thirteen. Um, so yeah, definitely a, a recommend. Go check it out. Okay, well, I don't think I can go see it by myself because that'd be kind of creepy. <laughs> no, uh, if your kids want to go see it, go. Yeah, d- don't hesitate. Take them, take your kids. But uh, if you're don't have any kids and you you want to see the movie, maybe just uh, you know wait for home video release <laughs> or at least see it like ten, eleven o'clock in the evening, so you don't have to start sitting there when you know all by yourself, by yourself with your popcorn and a bunch of kids from sitting around you. So that was big this weekend, uh, big for a lot of people, but. Uh, uh, we had our own uh, big weekend. We uh, GalaxyCon 2019 down here in Louisville, Kentucky. 
uh, we had a great time. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, what we first saw when we kind of went in. Oh, med- this bedlam. I mean, yeah. it was bigger. I mean, we've been to Cincinnati, and Cincinnati was, I, I figured it was going to be similar in size. Uh, but right out the gate, I mean, from the line getting in, uh, it was a lot more streamlined. They knew what they were doing. It took us just minutes to go from the line to get our wristband to get into where the actual uh, convention was set up. Yeah. Now, yeah, we were we were pretty impressed from the get-go how quickly we moved through that big line. Yeah, it looked like it was going to take a while, and it just as soon as we got in line, it just kept moving. Yeah. So, okay, that, that's a you know great first sign. Uh, but when we got in there, I was like, okay, where is everything? I, I was assuming you know the exhibit floor is going to be on you know lower level. Right. And then you know you go upstairs and you find you know the panel rooms and everything, and that absolutely was not the case. So yeah, we kind of came around and there was this big main room, and we walked in there just kind of just get a you know an idea of what this was. And uh, Brett Spiner was doing one of his uh, his Q and A's. Yeah. Uh, you and you can actually when you walked in and you got the feeling of a large like convention. Yeah. Now I'm pretty sure this isn't large compared to you know what large actually means, but this is right, large it's... to what we were you know accustomed to. Yeah, this isn't going to be your New York Comic Con or San Diego or the con- the conventions in Chicago or anything, but uh, the room was decked out. It was like really well lit. It was looked like a really professional production. They had uh, it was a um, I don't know, it wasn't a small theater. All these smaller auditoriums um, they held a lot of people, but it looked like it, you know nobody was really kind of smushed in. You were able to breathe. Oh yeah, um, no, you were absolutely comfortable, you know, yeah. in the seating and everything where you were when you were partaking in whatever you know panel was happening in that room. Yeah, and I think Brent Spiner is probably the only ce- celebrity that we ended up actually getting our eyes on that day somehow. Yeah, there, well, I think there was a lot up there in the when we got to the exhibit, you know, exhibit hall where you know yes. all the the art and everything was, and there was a lot of like signings happening. But once you got in there, you actually got the grand feeling of it and how crowded and how, you know, just uh, how much was really going on. So you were trying to go ahead and, you know, look around, see if there's anything that you would catch your eye. But on top of that, we had Zach with us as well. So we had this little six-year-old guy uh, yeah. doing his own thing, which is cool. But, yeah, uh, it was it was one of those things, who I think we learned with this one here. Uh, Cincinnati may be okay uh, still with him. The uh, GalaxyCon is way too much. It yeah. was he went into sensory overload. He did, and he was kind of ready to go. I, I would maybe like an hour or ninety minutes after being there in total. Yeah, we walked the floor. We had him with us, and then uh, I think he, he was pretty cool. I think every, if everyone keeps track of our Facebook page, uh, we had the picture of us with the DeLorean, and he was he was over the moon with that he thought that was the coolest thing in the world has he ever even seen the back to the future movies he has not now he <laughs> has seen now this is a, a sideways way of looking at it but he yeah. has seen the delorean because i love ready player one oh, ready player one that's right so he, so he know has seen the delorean was. through that but that's the extent of that like, he hasn't seen the origins of the delorean right boy that was that was probably the highlight for me at least in the morning part was uh Getting to, to, I mean, it wasn't the DeLorean from the actual movies, but it was yeah. a great replica. I mean, they had the time circuits in there and everything. It looks yeah, spot close on. Enough. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Zach's highlight actually was uh, the game room. When he walked in, and they had basically PlayStations, Xboxes, PCs. They had them just lined up, and he got to sit down, and he has, as you can imagine, being a six year old in first grade, all these kids wouldn't know what Fortnite is. 
right? And he's never played it, but he knows the dances. He knows all this stuff, but <laughs> yeah. it's not a game that I feel is quite appropriate for him. Just because, I mean, and there's also the thing, I don't have a system that I know of. Maybe the Switch you can put it on. Uh, maybe. Right. But uh, he sat down, he's seeing it, and he his eyes lit up, and I was like, you know what? Have fun. We'll see what you can do. You know, mess around with it a little bit. And it was too, not not to my uh, uh, surprise, it was it was too much. Yeah. It was that he didn't know really what was going on, the buttons, the push. I mean, I couldn't even help him because I've never even played the game. You and I were trying to figure out, and we were having a tough time. It didn't help that uh, we were kind of connected to... Now, I don't know how this works. Maybe it's always that way as far as, like, connected and getting into a battle royale. Maybe it takes a while, but it uh, seems like we were spent most of our time looking at loading screens. Um, yeah. Or when he was running around, is like he was running around just by himself. Yeah, so... Um, I mean, that was actually, honestly, that was another portion of the con that I was pretty impressed with was that game room. Uh, it was set up really well, it was clean, uh, and it was jam-packed the entire day. There was always a ton of people in there, but there weren't so many people that you had a tough time finding a machine to go to. In fact, Zach kind of got up and down from different machines pretty consistently. <laughs> he was always yeah, kind of finding new ones to play. Yeah, well, one was loading, I was like, Daddy, it's not working, so he would get up and go to another one. Daddy, this one's not loading. No. Then he's kind of bounced around, and he, like I said, he played a little bit, but uh, at some point we had to put a timer on him because we were we were ready to kind of explore, disperse, yeah, go ahead and explore a little bit. Yeah, and I know one machine he was having issues, and a and a and a staff member in a purple T-shirt came right up to us and tried to assist us. Uh, um, we kind of had uh, no lack of that throughout the day. That was, it was fairly impressive, just the amount of staff they had on hand to just answer questions and help folks out. In fact, later in the day, um, we had this superhero training that was scheduled uh, around 1 p.m. or so that uh, I know Zach was kind of looking forward to. Uh, but uh, I guess, you know, through one issue or, or the other, the folks that were supposed to present this thing ended up not showing up. And uh, I know the one staffer got with you personally, right? Yeah, no, I went over and it was, uh, you know, there was one staff that was sitting there next to the area, and it's kind of, went over and it's kind of asked her, you know, hey, are we doing, you know, the superhero training here at 1 o'clock, and I kind of showed her how it was scheduled, and she was like, you know what, let me find you an answer, and we see what's going on, and she walked over and I guess found someone that maybe a supervisor or someone a little higher up to her that may actually know the answer to what's happening, and they came over personally and, you know, addressed us, apologized, you know, about, you know, they were running, like you were saying, for some reason, uh, scheduling issues or whatever it was, uh, they weren't able to be there at that time. And uh, she was very apologetic, definitely, and even to Zach, because Zach, Zach, she can see Zach was disappointed. Yeah. He kind of wanted to do it. But uh, I think that was also probably the nail in the coffin for him for the day. Uh, he didn't want to go back on the sales on the floor in exhibit hall. And right. He wasn't interested in sitting down and listening to, you know, anyone talk, which, at his age, neither would I. <laughs> yeah. Um. But all in all, I mean, I thought the three of us, that first part of the day, we had a lot of fun. I know he did. Um, he was anxious to get back uh, to my house. Unfortunately, my daughter wasn't able to make it. Uh, wouldn't you know it, the day before um, she's supposed to go and, and they're supposed to come down here and stay with us, she gets sick. Um, she was on the mend by the time Saturday rolled around and uh, not contagious anymore, but I really didn't want to kind of bring her to a convention. Yeah, um, no, that would uh, may push the bounds of how well she was feeling. Yeah, but, uh, you know, that's kind of one of the things to expect when you're a parent. Don't, if you go ahead and make plans, just uh, make sure Be that... Be ready uh, to change them. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> uh, but all in all, I mean, I we had a fun, I mean, fun time. Like I said, we started at the game room, and for the end of Zach's day, we ended at the game room. 
And then uh, we took him home back to your place so he can play with your daughter and uh, got him some dinner. And then yeah. uh, we decided to be adults and uh, leave the kids with your wife and go back. <laughs> yes, bless my wife for uh, for taking the brunt of that. Actually, she said that they weren't that bad. Our, our kids play good with each other. But, um, uh, yeah, we headed back after the sunset uh and uh, it was kind of a very different vibe when we got there the second time. A lot less people. I loved it. I mean, honestly, to the point where I almost won't want to go until later in the day now. Yeah. It's just kind of one of those things. It was the crowd thinned out. They had their main event when it came to the cosplaying, which you had plenty of time. We basically closed, almost closed down the exhibit hall. So we were out there, and they were basically, they basically people were starting to scatter. They were getting ready to shut down all the booths, right, and everything, which gave it a more of a personal feeling. Like I found what I was looking for, and we were actually able to have conversations with these people because we weren't being overwhelmed, and they weren't trying to um, hunt down their next sale. Yeah, and apparently, yeah, one of the vendors I did, I, I got a chance to talk to him to a, a little bit and ask him how it was going for him personally with this booth, and he said uh, he had a lot uh, more successful time this year than he did last year even. Uh, he said it was better than he expected. So uh, a lot of folks on that exhi- exhibition um, part of the, the, the con and a lot of sales were being made, so that's a good thing. Oh, yeah, and absolutely, and everyone's kind of looking for something different. yeah. And uh, I've got a whole wall that I have just, like, uh, propaganda from the Empire. And I was able to find my next piece for it. Oh, so, that's right. Have uh, you that posted will, that on the uh, website yet? I have not yet. No, i got to get that up, get a good picture of that, and get it out there. Uh, but i got to get, get a, the proper size you know, poster board for it so I can actually get it up on the wall. So yeah. that's, uh, that's coming this week, and I'm not going to delay on that. I'm not going to wait almost a whole year like I did on the other ones. Right. This is going up pretty quickly. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts about going to these conventions so far is all of the um, the artists that are out there that are able to kind of put out their their own original work. Um, so, I mean, you yourself, you're kind of setting up your own man cave there. I know last year when we went to Cincinnati, you got the uh, the turtle prints, uh, Ninja Turtles, and they were one of a kind. And they're kind of expanding your your Star Wars portion there. Um, I know a little bit less as far as uh, individual artists here in Louisville. I think it was more set up for, um, I don't know, mainstream vendors, uh, a lot of anime stuff. Yeah, I'll say more anime. I mean, there wasn't even a lot of, like, uh, vintage toys at this one either. Yeah, that was a disappointment for me. That's kind of one of my favorite parts. Yeah, yeah but, uh, I mean, and then, like I said, the, art, you know, the actual, like, art art wasn't there as much as either, so... Yeah, it was a it was, it was definitely heavy anime. Definitely, there was a, uh, a series that we kind of got slapped in the face with that I'm not familiar <laughs> with. Uh, was it My Hero Academia? Yeah, that's it. You got it. Oh wow! I finally pronounced that right. It's only <laughs> taken me since uh, you know, Saturday to figure that one out. Um, who I don't no idea what this is. Apparently, it's huge with you know culture right now. Kids younger than us, uh, but it had a really heavy presence. Yeah, what did we we were going to essentially uh, right around I don't know nine nine fifteen or so they were going to start this uh, cosplay contest and they were going to um, essentially judge what was it one hundred and fourteen of these cosplayers give of, or take uh, yeah quite a yeah, few of of various kind of uh, skill level right everything from novice all the way to pro or or master they called it. Um, which was uh, very cool, but we going in there, we kind of uh, hit the the tail end of this uh, My Hero Academia panel that was on. I guess they had some of the uh, the voice actors that do the voices of characters on that show, and um, not only did we get to kind of watch the end of that, 
but during this uh, cosplay event, there might have been, I don't know, four or five or six individuals that were dressed up as characters from this show. Oh, I, I think I'd probably go higher than that. Yeah, but it, yeah. But it, yeah, it seemed like it had a really heavy, uh, heavy you know, presence there. And yeah. uh, I mean, when you're going along, when we actually were at this main event for these cosplayers, the more and more came out, the more and more I'm like, uh, what's this from? <laughs> yeah, well, we probably are, were aware of maybe, what, a quarter of the characters that were paraded out there? Yeah, and that's actually probably being very generous. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think you have to be aware of the actual characters to enjoy it, because you can actually look at it and appreciate, you know, all the all the work and everything that went into it, because there was a lot of them that were awesome. I had no idea what they were, but they were just awesome. I Here's how kind of um, out of left field they were, and kind of um, side B they were. I mean, they even had Star Wars characters. Now, there was a Darth Maul. You know, I mean, if you're listening to Dad and Rock, you're aware that me and Chris are pretty heavy into Star Wars. Uh, we saw Darth Maul. We saw characters. There was a character from um, maybe the MMORPG um, Knights of the Old Republic. Some kind of, uh, it was an emperor with a, like a gray beard and a kind of a Jedi outfit. I see the, I've seen him once in maybe a trailer, but I've never actually played that game. He ended up getting a prize at the end of the night. Um, and then they also had, what was it? Oh, I guess whatever uh, Queen of Naboo there was after Queen Amidala. I forget her character's name, too. But she won She won Best in Show, didn't she? Yeah, she won overall. Yeah, they gave it to her overall. And I think, like I said, we were talking about afterwards, I think she won overall just because she made, it looked like she made everything, from yeah. the dress to the headdress she was wearing, uh, basically everything from head to foot. I mean, if, if that's definitely the case, give it to her. That, yeah, that, that by itself, it must have taken a couple of years to go ahead and do. Yeah, and if you're not aware of the character either, I mean, just picture how, you know, Queen Amidala looked throughout Phantom Menace and just how ornate all of her costumes were. And this person um, handcrafted all that stuff by herself. I mean, it was pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, there was that one there. Then uh, my favorite, who actually got an award from the actual owner of the galaxy con <laughs> yeah uh he came out and he's like okay so i get i get saying one thing and one thing alone and he brought out and if you if you haven't seen the picture you have to go ahead and go to our facebook page and pull this up there was a guy rolling around in a case with his head popped out and if you're a futurama fan you kind of may know where i'm heading with this <laughs> but uh he was dressed up as nixon's head and he yeah. was full character the whole day he was rolling around the floor not caring who was in his way, and he would all of a sudden get in a character and he's cleared your way for the president. <laughs> yeah, like from shoulders down, he was all this wooden podium, and then the head and above, it was in this glass jar that made to look up like there was some sort of fluid in there. I know it wasn't, but he had some like blue LED some lights LEDs, in there. Yeah. And uh, he even had like Nixon makeup on, you know, the strong eyebrows and the and the jowls. And I think and he, he had like doing... a nose prosthetic on too, because yes. the nose was even larger. Yeah, he he really went for it. He was doing the Nixon impression like the whole day, and he was he was rolling around when we were there earlier in the morning and later at night. So he yeah. was there the whole day rolling that podium around. Yeah, he was all in, and that, that was the one that brought me to my. Cause I for a minute I didn't think he was gonna get anything. I was like, you know what? I thought he was the most deserving just because he sold it. You didn't think they'd even be able to get him on stage. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, when they brought, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. when they did bring him on stage, yeah, they got him up there, and it was a, it was an effort. Oh yeah. But but when they brought him back to give him this warning, he was he was out of the box, and he was even dressed in like a suit. So he even oh, had yeah. you know the underneath on you know the same way. So um, 
yeah, that brought me to my feet. I was happy to see that uh, he actually got an award for the for the effort and the performance that he put in all day long. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that was a really fun time getting to see all those folks and uh, even kind of see him out and about after when we all kind of cleared out from that hall uh, to see him just sort of walking around and, and recognizing them. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was, that was kind of a side thing that kind of happened, too, because, I mean, we were going around. I was taking pictures, as you guys can see on, you know, on our Facebook page here, but I'll say nine out of ten people that I took a picture of, you know, of what they were dressed up in, turned around and made a comment on my shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You didn't even try that hard. It was just a good T-shirt. You were getting compliments left and right. Yeah, I had a, a very inconspicuous, you know, cosplay going myself. I should have just wore a pair of dre- <laughs> you know, dressed black pants, you know, and had like a bunch of flyers and handing out, you know, Palpatine Vader, you know, 2020 flyers. Yeah, that would have been, uh, you probably would have got uh, triple the amount of compliments then. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, I would have been. <laughs> you did all right. Yeah, Palpatine Vader 2020. Need, oh, that was fun. I knew I knew wearing the shirt, the likelihood of me getting you know, something, you know, someone commenting on it was probably high. Yeah. Uh, the amount of comments I got on it, I I would have never guessed. Yeah, like here's this guy. He's all he, like done up as Loki from Endgame. He's like holding um, the cosmic cube in his hand. It's all lit up. I mean, he looks like he looks like he stepped right off of the movie set. And you take his picture, and uh, he's like, hey, man, I love your shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it became a running joke. I was like, okay, how many more can I get before the night's over? Yeah, yeah it was great. We had, we had a really fun time. Um, what, unfortunately, what we closed the show out with um, was not as fun as the rest of the day. Oh, it was almost as fun because it became fun in a very awkward, like, <laughs> I don't want to be here kind of way. Yeah, I'm not going to name the troop by name, but um, if you were at the show or if you've been to some of these shows before, maybe you're aware of them. Uh, but essentially, it's uh, it's kind of a, a small room. You know, people sit, and uh, the description of the show uh, was something along the lines of, you know, people um, kind of talk about bad fan fiction and give examples of uh, maybe bad fan fiction and kind of riff on it. It sounded like more of a like a comedy show, almost like maybe they'd be doing skits or something along those lines. That's what I thought. It sounded like some fun, something that yeah. we were both kind of into. And, uh, well, we, we got in this little room with some other folks. Not um, only were we in there, though, it was packed. It was. It was small, cramped, hot. Um, and uh, they closed the door on us, shut the lights off, and put on a projector. Yeah, I, was, if there was, I think if there was one negative thing I'd say about the, the probably not so much the Galaxy Con itself, but the convention center there is they need to work on the air of movement. Yeah. Because it, it felt really stale. I mean, it didn't feel, I know that air had to be on or something had to be on, but you never got that, like, that feeling that the air was moving. And with that many bodies, and then definitely if you put, you know, the max capacity of what the, you know, the fire department will let you put in a room like we were at the end of the evening. Yes. You have to have air movement. Because we, we were all sweating to the point where I was wiping my, my forehead. And that's, that's pretty intense. Yeah, so in, in this room, not only were we uncomfortable because of that, but um, essentially what we thought was going to be the skit show was just these folks reading from a computer their old fan fiction that they wrote years ago um, and uh, kind of doing it badly. I mean, it got chuckles from the audience. I guess they were they knew what to expect going in there. Me and Chris did not. So uh, about, I don't know, maybe we lasted a long time, maybe 15, 20 minutes in. You nudged me. I start me. looking around. I'm like, okay, <laughs> is there an exit plan here? 
Yeah, literally, where are the exit signs? And uh, there was one up front that I was aware of. And, you, you and I was not going for that front. Yeah. If that was the only one, I was not moving. I was not walking oh past that. Oh, my God. Shoot, dude, we should have just to just to be, uh, you know, jerks about it. Just we should have walked right in front of him at the front of the class and walked out the front exit. <laughs> oh man, no, no, I was all about let's sneak out of here because I didn't want to become a target. If you yeah. walk to the front, all of a sudden, in, in an environment like that, you can very easily become a target. I was like, you know what? They're, and I am very easy to suck into an argument or a back and forth sometimes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, I was like, okay, the back door's there. I see. I kind of leaned over you and said, "Dude, the door's over there. Let's get out of here." You, you didn't even hesitate. No, like, I was. Let's go. I was ready. Yeah, so we we snuck out of there post haste, and uh, so that wasn't as enjoyable, but funny to look back on. And um, you know, we even had fun uh, walking to, back to the car, the parking garage. But maybe yeah. that's a story for another day. <laughs> no, that was another thing. I mean, I found out we went, we got dinner before we went back in there, and uh, Sean here. I uh, like to partake in, you know, adult beverages every now and then. And, Only uh, occasionally. <laughs> he had it before he actually ate. So he uh, was I'm feeling a little, Oh, he was feeling good when we went back in there to the point where I was like, dude, this is a, <laughs> I did not expect it to hit me this hard. Well, here's the thing. So you're right. So I had breakfast in the morning. I hadn't eaten until we came back that, and had grabbed some dinner before going back to the second time. Uh, so I had myself a Moscow mule before... Uh, I had even gotten dinner, so it had hit me way before the, the, the food hit my stomach. Um, so we're going back there, and even the walk back from the restaurant to the convention, I'm like, I'm feeling it. <laughs> and I had to make Chris aware, like, okay, that hit me a little harder than expected. Um, that's funny. And yeah, all I had was, I had I had a beer. That's all I had. I had a beer and some pulled pork, and you went, you went a little harder. I was like, okay. I mean, if I knew you were going that hard, I would have want my drink, too. But I was like, I'm... I got something from my wife. My wife and her best friend, they um, they enjoy Golden Girls. It's kind of one of their, like, things. Um, so, I mean, lo and behold, I mean, we were at a place that actually had Golden Girl merchandise. I mean, where else are you going to find stuff like that? you got to uh, get that stuff. They're hot. Yeah, so I asked about it, and then somehow I found myself in a conversation with a vendor about the virtues of Golden Girls over designing women as sitcoms from back in the 80s. And, uh... <laughs> Man, like, I don't, I don't know if I should be impressed or terrified that you have that much knowledge. You can hold a conversation like you did yeah. <laughs> about those well, two shows. You snapped a picture, but luckily you uh, didn't take any video. Yeah, no, I'm not. Well, I am kind <laughs> You're of not mean, that but, cruel. Yeah, <laughs> I had to stop myself there. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I mean, everything from Star Wars. I mean, I think there's some Star Wars things that we didn't get to just because it was. It was hard to find some of the things, and so we we found out later that that you know that panel that we uh, learned the hard way with was actually downstairs. Yeah, we didn't know those were downstairs until like ten o'clock that evening. Yeah, that was crazy. There, so there, the first level that you walk into, it had all the auditoriums, the smaller auditoriums for kind of the one-on-one interviews for folks, and um, it also had that big gaming room. And then upstairs was the exhibition hall. He took the escalator upstairs. Um, huge kind of open area. That's where the DeLorean was and all the vendors and the, the food area. Um, and then, yeah, we had no idea that there was this whole separate section, the basement underneath the first floor, um, where all these kind of really small oratoriums were. Um, and it was it was warm down there. I think there's some comedy shows down there, some like, like nostalgia, like TV viewing yeah. of like old shows. And there's a lot of the... Uh, Things that were like very, very specific that they wouldn't have like a ton of people in, they kind of put down that way. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. 
I wish we'd seen some more Star Wars. I wish there would be seen some Stormtroopers or, you know, I got so used to seeing all of that at Cincinnati because they have a huge, a really, a really strong presence of that one there. Yeah. Uh, but it is what it is. I mean, we'll get our fill. We're getting our fill of Disney, Star Wars, you know, no matter what. So. That's right. But speaking of, uh, you know, Disney and Star Wars and all that, how about that little cute little guy, Baby Yoda? Yeah, what about that guy? Uh, He's uh, all over the place, isn't he? He is everywhere. So I was uh, sitting at work one day, you know, you know, when you change jobs and you're training, you're sitting there like, okay, what can I do now? Pull your phone out. I was like, okay, what can I put out there? I want something. I'm bored. I want to put something on our Facebook page. I'm, I'm typically pretty, uh, pretty active on it, but it was a couple of days I didn't put anything out there. Like, give me your baby Yoda memes. I want. I want to see. I want to see everything. <laughs> see what you guys got. And I figured, you know, the best ones that we both enjoy, uh, we'll kind of bring up here on the show. And it took off. Yeah, you guys delivered. Yeah. So thanks for that. Now I definitely have some uh, some hope for our our Christmas movie you know, battle royale that we'll we'll talk about a little later. About, but uh, we've had some really good ones here. Now, I mean, I've got my favorite. And it was actually posted by Allie. And it's about... Baby Yoda's looking up, and he says, Games on your phone you have. <laughs> yeah. And I can just... I, I can see my kids looking up at me like that, expecting my phone. It's like, oh, and yes. Yeah, that's like a pretty standard uh, kid question these days. It's like, uh, you got any games on your phone? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not even a question anymore. It's an expectation. You better right, have something yeah. on that phone. You better have some games on your phone because I'm bored. So, w- was there one that jumped at you? Uh, there was. Yeah, there was a post from um, a new fan of ours, a gentleman by the name of Liam. Um, he posted uh, this. There's a meme going around. I guess you know, p- people leaving dogs in their cars in the summer with the with a hot car. Um, and there was a, a picture going around with a dog in a car, and the owner left a note on the car saying, the AC is on, he has water, and is listening to his favorite music, you know, so don't feel bad for the dog. But they, they replaced the dog with Baby Yoda, just <laughs> looking up through the window, kind of smiling and Googling and, like a little baby. Um, so, yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty cute and, and pretty fun. Pretty <laughs> yeah, there, there wasn't one bad one, honestly. You guys really yeah. delivered. I mean, there is, uh, I mean, I'll bring up another one here. Uh, I won't say what the actual content is of it. So if you want to actually read this one, go for it. More of a family family show here. Joey, uh, but, uh, yours was uh, very funny. Yes, I enjoyed yours immensely. I'll, I'll put it that way. <laughs> but I mean, everything from you know the the guy walking by looking at Yoda when he had baby Yoda when he's got oh, BB-8 and the new one. droid with him and pork. yeah the the new girlfriend meme or whatever with the guy looking yeah. backwards yeah. Yeah, so there was quite a few. I mean, I was kind of shocked on him. And now, apparently, at some point uh, last week, all Baby Yoda memes went down. And <laughs> I, I don't know what the cause was for. I really didn't really dig too much. So if you guys know, leave it in the comments on the uh, on the show on on our, the Facebook page. But uh, it went down. I mean, I don't know how they would systematically take all of them down. Well, if anybody can do it, Disney can do it. But yeah, I'd, you know, memes can be generated too quickly and get passed around too quickly. They're, they'll never be able to like figure out who generated the meme initially. So it's kind of one of those things where this is power to the people. <laughs> but it's also, I mean, I mean, yeah, some of them may be inappropriate, but you know what? It's advertising from your fans about the show right? that's going to drive more and more people to go ahead and see the show. So, I mean, no matter, I mean, what they say, no. Uh, 
even bad publicity is good publicity. Yeah. So um, I don't think they're going to fight too, too hard there. Um, no, I think they've already given up that fight. Cause it's not, not a fight they can win. Right, yeah. So uh, those are a ton of fun out there. We really appreciate you guys kind of interacting with our posts like that. Um, it helps more people see it, believe it or not. When you guys give a like, if you guys give a, uh, a share or a comment, it actually helps us out, and Facebook will show the post to more people in general. So it's a big, big help. Um, in fact, coming up next week as a little preview – um we have something else happening on facebook um maybe you want to explain what we're doing for the holidays here okay yeah so uh me and sean were kind of talking about this and everyone's got their their favorite holiday movie and we figured we're going to go ahead and do this yeah i know like i, I kind of called it earlier about battle royale for the our christmas movies we're going to have a, a christmas movie draft yeah so it's going to be each of us we're both going to pick four movies so there's going to be a total of eight movies and we're going to you know pit our movies against each other and we're kind of, if you guys are familiar with like the uh, the fantasy football drafts when, you know, it's pick back and forth and we're just kind of flip a coin to see who goes first. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see if I pick one of his or vice versa. And then uh, we'll kind of make a bracket. And what we're going to wind up doing is putting him on Facebook. And then this is where me and Sean have no control anymore. Then it's up to you guys. Yeah, we'll see them the way we want to see them. Like I'll say what my number one is. He'll take his number one. And we'll kind of put him around. Like one will go against a four. You know, just like uh, you know, trad- traditionally would, but it's up to you guys if you say, okay, I want that four to beat that one, and then uh, we'll kind of go bring it all the way down to, you know, probably the week before Christmas to see which movie is going to be the uh, the top movie. Yeah, which of those eight is going to be the uh, Dad Narok uh, official favorite uh, holiday movie? Um, I-, I think it's going to be fun just you and I discussing some of these movies, stuff that we've grown up with, um, and and finding out what we're going to pick as uh, each of us have our four. Are we going to go with ones that are our personal favorites? Are we going to go with ones that we think the general public likes? Um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think a couple of ground rules that you and I had discussed, um, it's, there's going to be no sequels. So when you say Home Alone, for example, you know you would just think Home Alone and Home Alone 2, or the same with the Santa Claus, any holiday movies that have uh, sequels added on to them. Um, and then I think we also discussed no movies that happen to take place during christmas like your gremlins your lethal weapon your die hard even though i may personally enjoy watching those at christmas time and and consider them christmas movies um we'll just leave them out for for that's that's a discussion for another day i think that's something (laughs) we can talk about what deems a movie a christmas movie does a christmas party in the movie deem it a christmas movie (laughs) Uh, i mean i think we can go back and forth in there a little while but we have the whole month of december to go ahead and have that show um yeah, yeah, I'm so looking next- forward to this. I'm actually, I'm actually pumped up. I'm excited about this show uh, to go ahead and. Uh, I didn't play any fantasy sports this um, this winter, so I didn't play any football or anything. And I know your team's probably not doing well based oh, on your quarterback. It, it, I it's <laughs> tanked from like week two, man. I was so out of it. <laughs> oh, they they just took, you know, took the path your Bears took, so you yeah. know, it can be together. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rough, yeah. It's been a rough football season. Uh, coming from a Dolphins fan, I'll, I'll go ahead now. Prerequisite: coming from a Dolphins fan, so yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this is something that once I threw it out there and you kind of uh, you kind of morphed it into what be going on here. I, I've been really excited about this, so I hope you guys are going to enjoy this as much as uh, I am already, you know, ex- excited about. It'll uh, be fun. It'll be a good show next week. Okay, yeah. We also, I mean, we are doing that uh, the Mandalorian cast. I mean, we did the first episode, which was episode one and two. Uh, we have decided to go ahead and bundle two of those episodes in each. So the sin and the new one coming out Friday uh, will go ahead and be. 
uh, our second show, and we'll kind of record those and get them out uh, for you guys, so you guys have you know what our feeling is and you know what our overall impression is of the show. Uh, I think right now it's an amazing show. I'm loving everything about it. Uh, it almost makes me forget about Jedi, which is a uh, which is pretty awesome. You think about it in the, in the world of Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, we also I mean, you guys know where to find us. I mean, we're on basically all of the the major platforms now. I mean, like us, comment on us. Uh, the more you go ahead and like, comment, and uh, uh, put that out there, the more people are going to find us. And we are, we are seeing that. I mean, our our actual downloads, you know, weekly are amazing. Right now, I look through our history, and there's only like two days where we didn't have a single download. So, uh, kudos, guys. Thank you so much. I mean, it, I have so much fun looking at that daily, just to see you know how many of you guys went ahead and. Are downloading, and even on days that we haven't received, you know, put a show out, you guys are still, you know, checking us out, or you're passing the word along that someone else is picking up the show and, you know, listening to us. So thanks so much, guys. Yeah, it's definitely growing week to week, and we certainly appreciate it. So if you enjoy the show, tell a friend about us. Um, and uh, like Chris mentioned earlier, this weekend we'll have our uh, Mandalorian Chapter 3 and 4 review out for your listening enjoyment. Uh, but beyond that, I think that uh, might be a week. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think that's a good spot for us to go ahead and say uh, the Dad in the Rock podcast is signing off. Uh, see you guys later. See ya.